Welcome in, potty people, to Potty Podcast Football. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy. And today, we are going over the Week 5 games against the spread and over-under. And we got a couple of, I think, some pretty juicy prop bets uh, this week. Uh, just like to remind everyone, went 67% last week. So hopefully, yeah, I can yeah, bring yeah. that into the, to the next week. Yeah. Pretty proud of let's, myself. Let's remember Week 1, okay? Oh, week God. One. I'm trying not to. Um, I'm also <laughs> trying to forget that scandal. game last night. Oh man, I I watched very little of it. I watched a part was of that it. Football though, uh, it was it was so bad. That was so so bad. And the Broncos. It was almost a boring soccer score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was it was so bad. And the yeah I so the the Colts got three and a half in this game. I had the over the over under was forty two. We both had Broncos. I had the under just because I didn't think the both offenses are terrible, but the Broncos at least have a good defense. Um, so the end score twelve to nine in overtime. But fans started leaving. Like when the fourth quarter was over, fans started leaving because they didn't want to watch overtime. I don't blame them. It was twelve During to nine. During a tie game. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it was tied nine. Andy was tied nine to nine. There was not one touchdown in that entire game. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't blame them. Like, you realize how bad it's got to be when, when you leave an overtime, your game goes into overtime. My God, that's, that's ridiculous. Without that's, a touchdown. You know, but, but they were right to do it. Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah, that was, that was embarrassing football yeah. is what it was on both sides of the ball. Like, I, I'd love to say it was just amazing defenses, but it was bad offenses. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, it was just bad offenses. There was there were some good defenses as well, but it was mainly just really poor play. And it started with Naheem Hines getting hurt, like on the first series. Yeah, um, that was rough. I think he got a concussion. Did he get a concussion? Or was it an ankle? Uh, I thought I saw it said his ankle. You, you might be right. I didn't. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was ankle. But yeah, so it's yeah, and that that I mean. With Jonathan Taylor already out, Naheem Hines, honestly, I wasn't too worried about them losing a lot with, you know, moving to Hines. But uh, once he's hurt and you've got Philip Lindsay as your starting running back, that was that was doom. But it's not like Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's getting 30 yards a game. So it's not like it's it, – all you got to do is get a running back and get you 30 yards a game. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I guess at least there was the fear – by linebackers and safeties of Jonathan Taylor, like, you know, uh, game planning for him. Whereas with Philip Lindsay, it's like, go for it. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll play, we'll rush with four and hang back. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. So the total score was 21. <laughs> 21 was the total score. So the Colts uh, could have given up three instead of having the three and a half they needed. So neither of us got the spread, the over under. I got that one. Let's get into the rest of the games this season. So if you're waking up to watch football on Sunday, you can start at 8.30 in the morning Central Time because you have the Giants at the Packers in England. Giants are getting eight points. The over-under is 41. Uh, we differ on this one. I've got Giants and over. you got Packers and under. I think the Packers will win this game, but that offense has not been good. The Giants' defense has been pretty good. Um, and I don't – Packers' defense has been – Good, but they've been susceptible to the run more so than I thought they would. And with Saquon yeah, Barkley coming in, yeah, eight points is just yeah. too much in a place that's kind of a neutral field. Um, and the Giants yeah. have don't have as far to go. I don't know. I mean, maybe that helps, but that's an extra two hours. They don't have to travel. And they landed, I think, 5 a.m. this morning. Um, but I don't if, even uh, think it's an extra two hours when they're flying full throttle. Um, I could be wrong, but, uh, yeah, it's... I, yeah, well, the Packers probably had to... I mean, if you're flying from Green Bay, you probably have to stop in New York to gas up. Uh, you think so? I don't know. Okay. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. If, if yeah, there's anything right. like flying United, you start in Green Bay, go down to Houston, stop in Atlanta for three hours, go up to Jacksonville, <laughs> well, back like down to the Cayman Islands, <laughs> then up to New York, and then over. Yeah, that sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. Uh, yeah, I know I, I was talking to this guy that runs the... Uh, uh, Anaheim Ducks, and he was telling me that uh, we got to meet him when we were in California. He's like, yeah, when the sports teams travel, there's a there's a contract that for the people that win the the travel rights, you know, the the travel contract, and uh, they have to fly full throttle. And he said, what that means for us is, from L.A. to Nashville, is like two hours ten minutes, which oh, wow. on a commercial flight would be like five and a half hours. Yeah, why don't yeah, they so all fly most... full throttle? 
Well, uh, because it uses more gas. Oh, okay. So most so most commercial flights fly at half the bubble. Um, so yeah, that's that's part of the deal. Is they're like, well, you know, we don't want our guys traveling for nine hours on a plane when we could be acclimating to the weather and all that stuff. You know, so they're like, so the deal is, you fly full throttle. So that's why I say from Green Bay to New York, it may not even be an extra, you know, three hours. At, uh, who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm really interested to see. This is the second uh, London game this year, correct? Yeah, this is the second from one. Last week of first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see in a couple of years when we get some more data and just understand what are the advantages, disadvantages of these games. The players, does it tend to favor the offense, the defense, you know, cause huge time zone change Yeah, uh, for, for both teams. Um, but yeah. I mean, so I'm, but I'm really if you're the giants, if you're the giants and you're flying to London and you're doing full throttle, not that horrible. say it's, yeah. I mean, that could be like a three hour, four hour flight. That can't be too much worse than flying to LA. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Uh, and I think, isn't it that traveling west is harder? Uh, I think traveling east is harder just because of the... Because if you travel west, you wake up a little bit earlier. At least in my experience, you wake up earlier yeah. and you can kind of start your day earlier, which I like. But traveling east yeah, but if your day throws is, you off. You know, massive physical training. <laughs> yeah. And you start your day earlier, that might be tougher. I don't know. Uh, I, going it, west to east is always tougher for me, I think. Okay. Well, then, yeah, well, then it will be a little different for New York then since they've never traveled east for any other games. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm just interested to see what happens as far as that goes. The Giants and Packers, I'm not sure if I'm that extremely excited about that game because I, I think the Packers be, will win. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game, though. I think eight points is too much. I think I think the Packers could win by maybe six points. But for eight, that's a that's a good um, – That's I think this will be – too close. The Giants have played pretty well this year. The Packers have not. That offense is still struggling. I would, I, I would take the points in this one. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But, but either way, like as far as watching it as a fan, like it's just going to be to me how much are they going to win by? Not, it's, not if. But it, you never know. I mean, it's like waking up on Saturday morning to watch cartoons when you're a kid. I get to wake up on Sunday morning and watch football. <laughs> I, agree, I agree. I can start drinking at nine. All right, cool. Uh, that's the excuse you need, is it? <laughs> uh, uh, let's I move. call it communion, but all right. Yeah. Um, a couple of injury things to note. Uh, Adrian Amos, he's questionable. He's in the concussion protocol. He didn't practice Wednesday, so keep an eye and see if he... Um, I don't... I mean, who knows if he'll play today because they flew out yesterday, but that's a big deal if he's out. Um, the tackle, uh, the tackles back... Or Bakhtiari is questionable. Elgton Jenkins is questionable. And Josh Myers. So that's huge uh your entire uh, if three-fifths of your offensive line or issue but they travel they travel so they'll probably play usually they're playing if they travel yeah Yeah. and then alan lazard was a limited participant and so i think he'll play which is a big deal because rogers trusts that's his number one when he's there that's his number one and then if he's not it i think it's dubs if if they can do that um on the other side who is that new york giants um, they have, so this is kind of interesting. So Galladay is out with the knee. Kadarius Tony is out. Not that he's done anything. No. Yeah. And Kadarius, well, Kadarius Tony, I think that Dayball doesn't like him because he originally was right. out because of a hamstring. Now it turns out that hamstring is fine, but he hurt his other hamstring. Um, and they also drafted Wandale Robinson, who's kind of a clone of Kadarius Tony, who is expected, he was a limited participant, and I think he's going to play today. And you watch, if if you're in a deep league and you're needing someone to stash, Wandell Robinson uh, in fantasy football, I think is yeah, going to have a big game. game. Yeah, I think he's really – well, Kadarius Tony was electric, but he was injured a lot. Wandell Robinson is very much the same thing. I think they're going to try and trade. They're going to see what they have in Wandell, and then I think they're mm-hmm. going to try and trade him or – or I'm sorry, trade Tony or maybe just move off him after this year. We'll see. Um, Aziz Ojolari is out uh which is a that's a big one yeah that's a that's your pressure coming down after after pack uh rogers uh watch for richie james richie james i think he might end up having another big year because sterling Shepard just got put on ir for an acl so he is out for the year and they're already struggling with uh wide receivers yeah and uh as far as tony goes i i think it, it might be character issues right because that's yeah. You know, he was punching his own teammates last year, and for for Dayball to be new to the team, 
and already not like him is a little odd. Yeah. If it's if it has to do with play, because he hasn't even really seen him play. No. Um, and you can't be in, uh, angry at a player that's been injured for what we're only five weeks into the season mm-hmm. and his first year with the team. So that's, I mean, Dayball's first year with the team. So yeah. I, I think it's got to be that there's some more character issues we don't know about that they haven't made public yet or something. Yeah. Um, next game is Steelers at the Bills. Steelers are getting a whopping 14 points. That is the most on the week. Um, the over-under is 46. We both took the Bills. I took the over, you took the under, just because I think the Steelers might get some garbage time points late. Also, the Bills' defense is really beat up. Um, they've got Tremaine Edmonds is questionable. He didn't practice Wednesday with a hamstring. And hamstrings, I mean, even if you play, they still hinder you. Um... Tredavious White is out again, I think. I don't think he's expected to play this week. Um, they've already lost Micah Hyde for the season, which is tough. Ed Oliver's questionable. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, Jordan, po- Jordan Poyer got injured last week with his ribs, and he didn't practice. That's huge. Um, and then on the offensive, offensive side, Isaac Mc- McKenzie uh, was limited. with He's in concussion protocol, which is big because Gabe Davis, I think, is also pretty nicked up. And then Dawson Knox um, is questionable. Got sidelined Thursday at practice. Thursday at practice, which is a big thing with a foot hamstring issue. So a lot of their guys are, a lot of their offensive weapons and a lot of their defensive guys are kind of beat up. Uh, I still think Josh Allen, you know, they rack up a bunch of points and then kind of coast for a little while. I feel bad for Kenny Pickett because he's going to have to, he's going to have to go up against this Bills defense, which is still going to be, tough and that Steelers offense is not doing anybody any help it's yeah I I, I still think it's a top three defense as nicked up as they are oh, you were like, wrong Pit, you, think, healthy, you think Steelers Bills defense? oh Bills, Bills. Oh, okay okay Bills. fair enough yeah, yeah, yeah so they're gonna uh and I think that uh Pickett um you know he's gonna have all the typical rookie mistakes any rookie makes like you're not gonna especially one that's thrown in to the middle of the season that didn't get to practice with the ones in preseason you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i think it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts i expect a couple plays that are uh, impressive uh, that show that he's the the rookie that they want but overall there's going to be some big issues and i think i give us a, a i give you a prop of how many times will we get sacked from the uh the, this bill's defense uh with an over under of two and a half did you pick on that oh yeah i took the over on that i think he's going to get sacked a lot yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about that for him. But uh, I, I actually am excited about watching this, despite the bloodbath that it will be, because I just want to see what Kenny Pickett really looks like. Yeah. this. I mean, this will be a – I mean, he's getting thrown into the flames pretty quickly here going up against the Bills' defense. I mean, he's being thrown into the flames in a boiling pot covered in seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, he's, he's in trouble. But I don't – I'm a Texans fan. And I don't think I've seen a 14-point spread <laughs> in a long time. Probably since That's the last Texans game. <laughs> it was 13, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's been a while since yeah. 14. 14. I'm sure the Texans got a few last year. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's the biggest. That's one of the biggest I've ever seen in the NFL. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not pretty. Um, Steelers also that defense is it just keeps getting more injured. So of course T.J. Watt is out for the season, uh, or at least for a long time. I was going to ask, is it season? I, uh, they said they didn't have to do surgery. So he's on injured reserve. He might be coming back later in the year. Uh, I think he's injured reserve designated return. So, but it's still going to be, okay. I mean, he's still going to be out for several, several weeks. Um, and then in the back end, Minka Fitzpatrick is questionable with a knee issue. He was a limited participant on Thursday. And then Terrell Edmonds is in concussion protocol and was also a limited participant on Thursday. I mean, those two guys are out, and you're done. Yeah. So, Oof. yeah. yeah that's that's going to be ugly. Yeah. Speaking of ugly, next is Bears at the Vikings. Bears are getting a whopping 7.5 points. The over-under is 44. Um, we both took the Vikings and under on this one. You made it one of your solid picks. Uh, I don't have an issue. The problem is the Vikings have been so mercurial this year. The seven and a half is what makes me nervous. And the Bears actually have a pretty good defense. Yeah, but they've got a, a quarterback who doesn't know how to throw a football. I mean, his passing mm. has just been so bad. Yeah. Uh, I just I don't see them putting many points up this week, as usual. Um, David Montgomery's back limited. 
Um, so I don't know what that means for his play, but I mean at this point I think it's better to just stay with Herbert for one more week. Yeah, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna split uh, carries in this one and probably just ease him back in. All right. Well, um, yeah, not not an exciting game. Well, but the good <laughs> news is the Bears have number one uh, first round draft pick Nikhil Harry designated to return and came to back to practice <laughs> on Wednesday. So I think game they're changer. Yeah, it's all over now. It is. It is. Um, oh, the Bears finally got what the break they needed. Yeah. Oh my God, that's going to be that, that. I tell you what, Texans fans and Bears fans, it's just so difficult. I feel like the Texans at least have some hope because we have so many draft picks, and we've got we've done okay with our our draft picks this year. Um, but, but Bears fans, I don't know what you do. You're gonna. I mean, you're gonna just, have a high draft pick. Do you take another quarterback? You, your offensive line is terrible. You you're, have to. But your offensive I mean, you line is so keep... bad. Yeah. But you have to keep trying until you find one. And and the problem that I've seen with Fields this year, uh, is his O-line bad? Yeah, it's, it's not great. But the fact that even when he has a clean pocket, he cannot throw a football. I mean, that's kind of a prerequisite. <laughs> and uh, he's just he's just a bad passer in the NFL. So yeah. uh, if he were like as electric as Lamar Jackson with his feet, then, you know, you, you make exceptions. But... He, he's not. He, the, and this is the NFL. You, you're nothing until you have a franchise QB. So I think you just have to keep trying until you find one. But, um, I just love the fact that you moved out of Texas being a big Texans fan. And you, said, and you said to me one day, I might just have to become a Bears fan so I don't have to watch miserable football. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is not, it's not good right now. It's so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Fields couldn't even beat out the uh, Georgia quarterback. I can't even remember his name. Fromm, Jake Fromm in Georgia had to go to Ohio and kind of was all over the place in Ohio. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like he just needs – I'd like to see what he's like with weapons and an off, you know, a reasonable offensive line. But yeah. we'll see. Um, on the other side, the Vikings get Zedarius Smith um, back. He is uh, questionable with a knee – but I think he'll end up playing, same with Cam Dantzler, with the hip issue, which is even worse news for, for Justin Fields. It, the thing is, the Vikings are going to win it's by, by, by how many points? And I think we're both pretty confident in 7.5. Well, you definitely are. Yeah. You made one of your solid picks. Um, yeah, I do. And this is the week for high spreads because the next one is Falcons at the Bucks divisional game. The Falcons are getting 10 points. The over-under is 46.5. We've both taken bucks and over on this, but neither of us has made it a confidence pick. No, uh, no, not at all. The bucks I have, have done nothing to make me confident, confident about them. I mean, I, I do love me some Tom Brady, but the, the Falcons, what scares me is last week, teams apparently figured out a way to, to limit Drake London. And uh, if the bucks can take that game plan and do the same thing, then what else do they have? Plus, quarter up Patterson's hurt now. So, so I, yeah, I don't see how the Falcons are scoring on this Bucks defense. Yeah, it's, well, so some good news for him. Uh, Logan Ryan is questionable, did not participate in Wednesday practice with a foot, which is huge because he has been really good in the safety yeah. position. Also, Donovan Smith is questionable. I think he ends up playing, but he's pretty nicked up. Um, Chris Godwin is expected to return. He was limited capacity on Thursday. Of course, Mike Evans is back. He did return last week. That's right. He was back last week. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Julio Jones and Russell Gage are both expected to play, but I don't really expect much from them. You, you, they were just a stopgap until Chris Godwin got back. So yeah. he's got his offensive bet. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, they've got – I mean, Kyle Pitts has got hamstring issues. Isaiah Oliver – um, he's expected to return, so that helps the defense a little bit. But, yeah, with Damian Williams and Cordell Patterson out, I think it's going to be Algier and Huntley kind of splitting the carries. But that Bucks defense, they just don't they don't let you run on them. And, uh, yeah, I like Algier, but I agree with you. you yeah. know, what, what he's going to do here, I don't know. And, honestly, if, they, if they're down by 17 going into the half, which, let's face it, is a very real possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, because Tom Brady's known for never taking his foot off the gas, right? Yeah. So, uh, I, I, what do you have to lose in putting Ritter in for the second half? Yeah. Like, what do you have to lose? Like, yeah. like because I feel like a better quarterback would actually be able to make Kyle Pitts effective again. Yeah. Because, yeah, Mariota, the passing, that's why they've had to run it so much. They've got Drake London, they've got Kyle Pitts, but they can't pass to either one because Mariota, the passing is just not there. 
He's not. He's not. And people sometimes mistake completions for like good passes. <laughs> and sometimes it's just uh, screens. You know, and, the, yeah, yeah, screens. Check downs. Little, mm-hmm. Yeah, check down. So it's it, he's. See, how his stats aren't as horrible as some people would have thought, but it's just it's fake. Yeah, <laughs> it's fake news. So yeah, I I hope to see some Ritter. That that'd be the one thing I really hope we get to see this week. Yeah, I think he's going to be pretty good. Ritter. Can't be worse than Mariota. Um, and the sad game train continues with the Texans at the Jags. Texans getting a whopping seven points. The over-under is 43.5. We differ on this one. Okay. Um, I've got the Jags in over. You've got the Texans in over. I can't imagine why. And I've actually made this a solid pick of mine just because the Jags are a legit team. They're a good team. They're not. They are. They came off. I disagree. Of- they came off of okay. That's fine. You can be wrong. That's a lot. This is America. You go ahead and be wrong. They got embarrassed by the Eagles, dude. Bad. They got they first got lucky all, and they they went up fourteen in the first like minute, out of a luck play, and then the and then the Eagles just held them scoreless, uh, all the way until a garbage time touchdown at the very end, where they uh, where they came again. They scored twenty nine unanswered points, and then the defense just crushed them. So I, but I I think last week was an embarrassment for the Jags. Not. I don't. The score was not indicative of the uh, of the actual gameplay. Okay, this is where and, you're wrong because. But they did beat the lowly Colts that could manage a couple points against the Broncos by by a bunch. So I'm just not throwing them a ticker tape. Parade. But here's the thing: the Jags are not. They're not going to go to a Super Bowl, and they'll they'll probably be out in the first round of the playoffs. But they're progressively getting better and better every week. And last week did not the game the game was set up more for an Eagles win than them because the Eagles they they're better on the ground um, than than the Jags. They have a better they have the, one of the best offensive lines. They have one of the best defenses. And while the Jags defense has gotten a lot better, especially their pass rush, they're weak up the middle, and that's susceptible to the Eagles. And with the the rainstorm, the monsoon that was last week. It just didn't play to their strengths. I'd like to see what these two teams look like um, in a dome. I still think the Eagles would win, but I think the Jags are a very legit team. Also, the Texans are averaging, uh, their defense is giving up an average of 172 rushing yards per game. Per game. Yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, The good news is, as you said a second ago, the Jags don't have a good run game. Um, no, they have, they have they have a pretty good. I mean, James Robinson's been playing good this year. Um, Travis Etienne is two seconds struggle. after you said it wasn't set up from the win because they don't have a good run game. No, not that they uh, don't have a good. They have yeah. a they their run game is good, but they their passing game it, they're a bit they're a little bit of both. I mean, Doug Peterson's an, a former quarterback. He's a quarterback's coach. He likes to pass the ball, and they just you can see Trevor Lawrence has been getting better at passing. He's been getting a lot more accurate. He's actually having a great year. And uh, I mean, it was it was a we'll monsoon see. of a I, game I still last don't week. Think it's that great a year, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, look, this well, is just look, this compare is the, a, Would you say Jalen Hurts this, is a good quarterback? I know before you said he's not. Would you say he's a good quarterback now? He's having oh Jalen Hurts is having a great okay. year. Yeah, he last week sixteen for twenty five, two hundred and four yards and one interception against the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence went eleven for twenty three, one hundred and seventy four yards, two touchdowns and interceptions. So Trevor Lawrence yeah, had a better Jaylen game. Jalen Lawrence is. Brilliance is his, his ability to extend the play with his legs. I mean, um, Trevor Trevor Lawrence has, has started to add not that his pocket passing. He yeah. started to add that to his thing. He's got that long stride and can throw on the stride. and He's gotten better at that. I well, we'll see. This will be their game. They can they can hopefully uh, for the first. No, I mean hopefully every them, week, every week. Time. This is the team. This is the game that they're gonna. Yeah, but they never success. But they never impress. They never impress me. So you have excuses for them every week, but they just they never impress. Well, me. you have excuses I'm, against I'm them every impressed. week. Like they blow out the Chargers. Well, the Chargers were never that good. The Eagles right beat them, and I mean. <laughs> Handily, not. I mean, you say handily, handily, 20, but you have excuses. You say it's it's twenty nine to twenty one. They went in the half twenty to fourteen, again, and again, then neither too. team scored until the fourth quarter when it was nine to seven. Uh, again, though, they 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 scored fourteen points in the first minute from a from a fluke mistake of the Eagles, and then get twenty nine to zero, uh, or yeah, then get outscored twenty nine to zero all the way until the fourth quarter when they get a garbage time touchdown. Will be. Uh, that's just uh, I don't know, not impressed. But they also haven't beat the Texans in like nine years, so uh, so that'll also pl- come to play too because these teams play each other hard. These are so two even though they're not teams. they're a terrible team, Texans. Uh, I think they'll be able to keep. You know, I, I don't think they'll win. I think they're going to lose, but I think they'll keep within the point spread. Okay, 
I think you were wrong. Um, we have a, I have a juicy prop bet for you. James Robinson, over or under 123 yeah. total yards. I don't feel good about this at all. Uh, <coughs> I'm only going to say under because I think this is Travis Etienne's time to shine. Not because I think we're going to stop him, but because it's Etienne's time to have a big game. And uh, and I think if the coach is smart, he's going to want to get Etienne involved and get some confidence up because this is the game to do it, and, and that's a player they need something out of being a first-round pick a year ago. Well, the Texans are, the, I believe, the second-worst team against the, the run in the NFL. I think the Lions are first. Um, so, I've, yeah. I've, I've never looked up any stats, but it, it's got to be historic, too, right? It's got to oh, be like oh, a, the top, Texans are terrible. a bottom five all-time. Yeah, 170 I mean, averaging, all-time. 172. It's only going to get worse this game, too, because James Robinson has been having a good year. Uh, next, we move on to Chargers at the Browns. Browns are getting two points over-under. It's 47 and a half. We differ again on this one greatly. I have Chargers and over. You have Browns and under. I don't want to touch this game because I feel like these are two underachieving teams. Browns somewhat have a reason because quarterback, but honestly, Brissett has played pretty well. It's the Browns' defense that has kind of been mm-hmm. struggling uh, this season. But are they getting? So there was there were word there was word that they're getting Garrett and Clowney back this week. Uh, so um, Garrett was questionable. Um, he participated in Wednesday's practice, and they said he has a solid shot to play. Clowney did not play. practice Wednesday with the ankle injury, so I think Miles Garrett will be back, and Clowney might not. Uh, they're also um, JOK Reed. is also questionable. As Greedy is, Williams, though, uh, what about him? Denzel Ward is also questionable. Greedy Williams, no, he's on IR. Um, uh, they said he came oh, off. Oh yeah, he came off Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. He came off Wednesday. Uh, yeah, it's a hamstring issue. Those are usually pretty, pretty they said nagging he was running for a while. pretty solid okay. the other day, and they felt good taking him off. Yeah. Um, if if he's able to play, then I I feel like that's a big one because yeah he's that secondary has been lacking and he's he's a really good piece of that. So if they can get him back and then they get some pass rush for Miles Garrett back, I think the Browns will have a pretty good day. Yeah. Um, on the other side, the uh, the Chargers are massively beat up. So it's not for sure if Keenan Allen's going to play. Um, he was sidelined at practice Thursday with a hamstring, and hamstrings are huge issues. Um, Josh Reynolds is already out. For, I'm sorry, Jalen Geitlin is already out uh, on injured reserve. Joey Bosa is on injured reserve. Rashawn Slater is on injured reserve. Um, Josh Palmer is was limited on Wednesday. Um, if he plays, I think he could have a big game. Actually, I think it's going to be uh, another Austin Eckler. When Keenan Allen is out, they go to him for both passing and rushing, and I think Keenan Allen is going to have, or not sorry, not Keenan, Austin Eckler is going to have a big game against the Browns. Yeah, you could be right. You could definitely be right. I, I don't know what made their their run defense so bad this year. I mean, last year was pretty solid. It wasn't amazing, but it was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I haven't really looked into it, but they must have lost somebody in the interior there. The, I mean, it seemed like they improved on everything. That's what I thought too. Yeah, uh, I just but, yeah. Staley's going to be gone. I think he's just he he's not. If they miss the playoffs, they're they're just not going to be here, or he's not going to be here. Um, right. Moving on, divisional game: Dolphins at the Jets. Jets getting three points over under is forty six. We differ again. I love it when we differ. Uh, Dolphins and over for me. Jets and over for you. Um, what made you decide the Jets on this one? Well, two is not playing, mm-hmm. which is a huge port. Who part do you of think is a better quarterback, was... Zach Wilson or Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, I would say Zach Wilson for now. Yeah, I know people in Miami absolutely hate Bridgewater. <laughs> really? Uh, Why? Yeah, I was reading their their boards and they're 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 hating him. Um, I think really he's wanna... I think he's one of the better backups in the NFL. I mean, it could be. Uh, yeah, I can't argue that. I'm, I'm not totally against them like they are. I was just reading their boards, and it was just kind of funny because they, they were just not feeling Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I think. I mean, he has a better shot than anybody as anybody to, uh, to play really well. Like you said, as a backup with with the weapons he has. Mm-hmm. Usually, backups don't have much of a shot, but they also don't have Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. <laughs> Uh, you know, well, going for him, the so. Dolphins might not either. Um, Ooh. so Jalen Waddle w- went out, left the game last week with a uh, groin injury, and those are 
boy, if you think a hamstring is nagging, groin is yeah. usually is rough. And he was limited participant on Thursday. So he's still questionable, as is Tyreek with a quad who was also limited on Thursday. I think Tyreek will play. Uh, Jalen, I would not count on. Um, I think you'll find out about an hour before game time. But I don't know yeah. about him. Taron Armstead, the left tackle, the star left tackle is also questionable for the Dolphins, but I expect him to play. Xavier Howard, the uh, shutdown corner, is also having groin issues and did not practice on Wednesday, which would be very big. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't, and again, I, the Jets get how many points? Is it three now? Three. They just get, they get three at home. Three. That is shocking as that low, but uh, yeah, their defense is pretty good, and I, I, there's someone they're getting back. I'm trying to remember. Dwayne Brown. Uh, he returned to practice on uh, yeah. Wednesday, which is huge because they have lost four tackles um, this season, Makai Becton, uh, who was our starter, went out before the season. George Fant uh, went out on the 27th. And then Max Mitchell, who's a rookie, went out last week and is doubtful for this week. So they're going to have a Jag, just a guy, at right tackle, and then hopefully Dwayne Brown is reasonable at left tackle. Yeah, that's that's good for them. But, yeah, yeah I think the Jets will be able to keep it a close game. Uh, I, again, I'm not sure if they'll, they can win this. But I think they can keep it a close game with that defense. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, this next one, this is such an interesting... There's so many of these games that I just don't want. Like the Dolphins-Jets, I don't want. The Chargers-Browns, I don't want. This next Agreed. one, I don't want. And you made it one of your solid picks. And that's Lions at the Patriots. The Lions are getting 3.5. The over-under is 46. I took Patriots and under. You took Lions and under. And are pretty confident about it. What? what I mean, the, the, yeah. the Lions have a ton of injuries this week. They do, but they have a bunch of really good players still and really good offense. I mean, they put up 46 points or whatever it was last week. Um, and the, the Patriots That's against have, the Seahawks, man. That's that's a bunch of different defense than the Patriots. Yeah, but they've got uh, uh, Zap, Zappy. <laughs> Bailey Zappy, who put up 28 points against the Packers. Uh, no, he didn't. Brian Hoyer did most of that. No, he went out almost immediately. Oh, was it was it that quick? Okay. Yeah, he went. I mean, he, um, I think he played five snaps and it was out. I was looking at the stats and it I, it didn't look like that was all him. Was that was that mainly? That was mainly Zappy. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, but, fair enough. And this uh, one, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is questionable with his ankle. Uh, he didn't participate in Thursday. I think he's going to be out. I think DeAndre Swift is going to be out. I think um, so too. Josh Reynolds is injured. Um, Dude, I don't think they miss a step with Swift out as good as Williams is. Their running game is is nuts, and Hawkinson they said will play. Yeah, um, I think he'll have a then, big game. Do, do, do you know yeah, who the leader? You know who has the most touchdowns in the league right now is? It's Jamal that, Williams with six. Next closest that, is Nick Chubb with five, and then Jalen Hurts with four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're yeah. not, they're not missing a beat right now with uh with Jamal Williams in there. So, I mean, good for him. I, I'm yeah. happy for Williams. I yeah. actually want to see him do well. Yeah, but and he'll he'll God yeah talk about a. Uh, backup uh, Swift. I don't even know if that's going to be an improvement when he comes back. No, Swift, <laughs> Swift has a different gear that he has a breakaway speed that Jamal just yeah, doesn't. But J- does. Jamal, I mean, they're both good players, but Swift is on a he's just a different guy. Um, yeah, but jo- Josh Reynolds, the, the secret weapon that I was talking about, he's uh, I think he'll have a big game too. So, I, yeah, I, I think they can put it on the Patriots. So, I'm not, I think it'll be a pretty Big win for the Lions. Yeah, I just think the Patriots against that that Lions defense is so so bad that I think the Patriots will be able it to keep the Lions score low and be able to kind of grind it out. And the Lions are really bad against the run. I think Damian Harris and Ronjay Stevenson are going to have huge games this week against the Lions. If you have them in fantasy, I would start both of them. Yeah, and I do. <laughs> yeah, I've got yeah, I've got Damian Harris. I've got Stevenson starting. and. You got Harris. I actually dropped Harris, and then I ended up picking up Stevenson. It was a wash. <laughs> I I've got Jonathan Taylor on my bench, and I'm a god. He's who knows if I'll start him again. Um, next, Swift on mine. Another, the next one is another one where I don't. Uh, it's the same thing. Titans at the commies. Uh, commanders are getting a, a point and a half at home. Forty three is the over under. We split again. Commies and over for me. Titans and under for you. Um, neither of us wants to make this a confidence pick. Do you? Are you? Do you feel good about this, or is it just? Uh, this is kind of. I have no idea who's going to win this one. Both teams are so, so. Well, injury plagued is one. Uh, Traylon Burks isn't going to be out for the Titans. Um, 
but they're just I don't trust either one every single week. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is that uh, I, I like aspects of the Titans' defense where I think they'll be able to to kind of smother the the commies a little bit. Um, I, I Derrick Henry, as great as he is, I know the commies are pretty good against the run, um, but he's still Derrick Henry, uh, and yeah, I think having Burks out might actually play to the Titans' favor a little bit this week, not in future weeks, but just because people aren't exactly sure where they're going to end up going with the ball, uh, and uh, they'll, they'll be forced to, you know, actually play quarterback <laughs> and, and, and not just go to go to the to Traylon Burks every time or the, as we call him, A.J. Brown, like, 0.5. Yeah, yeah, 0.5. <laughs> yeah, in that 2.0. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've never really seen this guy be able to do much yet. That might have been a terrible trade for them. Um, yeah, I think it was. On the other side, the commanders have a lot of injuries. So Jahan Dotson, who looks like he is phenomenal, uh, has a hamstring and wasn't participating in practice on Thursday, but was off to the side with the trainer. Curtis Samuel was out oh. with an illness, but, you know, expected to play. Both their tackles, Cosme went, sur- had surgery on his thumb Tuesday, but is questionable, which is amazing. And then Charles Leno, they have him as questionable. They don't say why. But the big news is Brian Robinson has been practicing. He got shot twice yeah. uh, before the season started. He was looking good in the beginning, and they said he's been looking good in camp. He's been practicing. You and I were high on him in the draft. Um, he's expected yep. to uh, – he's, he's, they said he's out. Um, but they, he's they put a hype return. video for him out. Yeah, I don't know. They might still – they have him as out now, but maybe it I changes. I think if you say out, they have to stay out. Okay. I think once you declare him out, that's it. Okay. Because that's, that's why they stay questionable for so long until yeah. until it's time. So, yeah, I, th- I think he has to be out this week. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't trust either of these teams. Moving on, we have uh, Seahawks at the Saints. Seahawks coming off of a big win against the Lions last week. Seahawks are getting six points. The over-under is 45.5. We are in agreement on this one. We both have Saints and under. I mean, do you... Do you think it'll be close? What, what do you, how do you think this game's going to end up going? Oh, God, I think it's going to be a defensive battle, and it's going to be an ugly one. Uh, yeah, I think the Saints are going to – I think they'll win. I think uh, – I'm trying to think if they'll even be a passing touchdown. <laughs> the Seahawks but, uh, or the Saints? Yeah, for either team. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, this, could, this could be another Colts-Broncos. I mean, it's just going to be a defensive game, and, and – uh, Geno Smith has shined in a couple games. Uh, he's disappeared in a couple games, but this Saints defense is legit. So I don't, I don't see him doing a whole lot. And then, uh, is it Dalton at quarterback again? Yeah. So uh, I don't see that being very scary for anybody. So yeah, Kamara, if he's gonna play, because he's back, right? He's questionable with the ribs. He was limited at Thursday, but I think they're expecting him to play this week. Yeah. He. Yeah. He looked like he was like. <clears throat> about ready last week, but then changed their mind last second. So uh, he could be a little bit of a game changer for him if if Dalton will use them because because we know Jameis won't. So yeah, uh, that could be that could be the game changer for him. Well, Michael Thomas uh, did not practice Thursday. They have listed as questionable. I don't know. That's something to keep an eye on because that's a big deal. Uh, Jarvis Landry was also um, uh, questionable and was limited capacity on Thursday but I think he might play and then Andrews Pete coming at a concussion protocol practice in full Thursday which is a huge deal because he's that's a big deal in your offensive line yeah I just I think those Saints will be able to ground it out against the Seahawks and then also be able to stuff that stuff that offense I, I you know I think it'll be a low scoring game obviously we both do we picked the under but I could see it end up being I could see it being 23-17 Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's just so hard to guess with these teams because I really like Olave. I just don't yeah. trust the quarterbacks that are going to be getting him the ball. Right and I really so. like Kamara, but, you know, will they use him? Yeah. Because they didn't last year. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. Uh, next is the uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are getting six and a half. The over-under is a week low 39 and we are somewhat in agreement about this. We both think the 49ers are going to win. I think it'll be the yes. under, just because I don't think the Panthers are going to be able to score uh, score anything on them. And uh, we both made this confidence crazy, picks, yeah. and you made it your lock. But uh, do you think, I mean, 
So how do you think the score is going to end up if you see it going over? Uh, I'm just, I think that uh, they're due a couple touchdowns, to be totally honest with you. It's the NFL. Christian McCaffrey's been held back for a while. At some point, he's going to have a big game. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll be able to put some points on the board, but overall, the, the Niners, I think, are going to put a massive amount of points on this board, even though it's the Panthers' defense, who I do really like. Um, I'm just getting more and more impressed with the 49ers every day. Yeah, I told you, you you were so down on them. I mean, you thought they were going to well, be terrible. I, it's because I'm down on Trey Lance. That's but fair. But now that Jimmy G's in the game, yeah. like I'm actually, like I'm back on board. That's very so, fair. Uh, yeah, it's just, and I still, like even when Trey Lance comes back, I'm like, I'm still not in his corner. I yeah. mean, I mean, I hope he's not injured, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I still don't think he's going to be a good QB. No, so. I don't think he will either. Um but on the other side, the Panthers have two quarterbacks who can't play. I mean, Sam Darnold, who's still on IR, and then Baker <laughs> Mayfield, who might as well be. He's been terrible. Um, I just don't see this offense being able to do anything. Yeah. Did they draft a rookie? They drafted Sam Howell, right? Or was he? No, gone? that's the the Washington Commanders. Who? Yeah. What's the one that they got? Somebody Matt that was Corral. A top pick. They got Matt Corral, who yeah. is on injured reserve and had oh, that's right. surgery. I think back in the beginning of September on his foot. So I don't think he'll. I mean, yeah. they're not going to let him play anyway. I think if anything, they'll go to Sam Darnold. Um, oh yeah, he, he won't play this year either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's move on because I don't want to talk about that one. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys at the Rams. Cowboys are getting five and a half over under forty three. I'm surprised that you went with this on this one. I took Cowboys and over. You took Cowboys and under. I even made it one of my solid picks. Um, I figured you'd take the Rams on this one. Nope. Uh, I, I'm not feeling the Rams this year at all. Like, uh, I know it's easy to say that the Super Bowl, you know. Uh, Hangover. They were Super Bowl favorites, yeah. But uh, I, Cooper Cup is, is an animal. He's going to get his yardage, even against with Trayvon Diggs on him. But... Uh, this defense is for the Cowboys is really good, mm-hmm. and and Pollard I think is is actually going to get more carries and end up proving to be a more productive back for them than Zeke. Um, so I mean, not that that's a huge hot take, but um, yeah, I think that uh, I think the Cowboys have a chance to, to really put on them. Ramsey has been weak lately, yeah, which I can't believe I'm saying that out loud, but he's he's given up major yardages and touchdowns to. You know, already three weeks out of four. I mean, but those those corners that live on the island, mm-hmm. that's what happens. I mean, remember Revis Island? Like, oh, no yeah. one did. And then all of a sudden, he was just done. And Samuel, Sante Samuel. Yeah. And Namdi Asanwa. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. He was the same thing. I remember he was, he got his fat payday, and I think by the Eagles. Yeah, by and the Eagles. Like, oh. The Texans wanted him. Yeah. Well, the Texans, no, the Texans let everybody bid on um, uh, Asamoah and then immediately sign Jonathan Joseph the first minute of free agency. And I remember going, oh, man, God, what a great idea Yeah, to take the number two corner instead of letting everybody get in a bidding war over the number one. Yeah, I think Asamoah was out within a year or two after that deal. A year, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Jonathan Joseph, I think, I mean, he finished his his career with the Texans and I think is now a a positional coach. Well, not his career, shockingly, but uh, he... He no, played like. Where, uh, did, where did he end up? The Titans brought him in for like a couple games. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Retiring. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty much done after that. Just um, like Andre Johnson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they came crawling back. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Uh, Eagles at the Cardinals. The Cardinals are getting five points. The over under is 48 and a half. Um, I, we both took Eagles and over. I made this my lock. We both made this a solid pick. The Cardinals' defense is not good. Their offense is struggling. The Eagles are the most well-rounded team, you know, on three sides of the ball. And mm-hmm. do you want to keep going? I mean, it's, this no, is going to be that, this is going to be murder. Not. Yeah, and uh, it, I'll say this much: I really wish they had played this game two weeks later because I think with D Hop, uh, still the Eagles would have won, but I think it would have been a fun, exciting game. Yeah. And this is, I think, it's going to be a blowout uh, this week. Yeah, so. Kyler yeah. better find a way to be a better quarterback than he's been playing. Yeah, because you can't you can't rely your career on having a top three wide receiver to bail you out all the time. I tell you what, he's got to find a way to do it himself. If I'm the Cardinals owner, GM, whatever, I think after this year, I it's a good quarterback draft. I think I, I blow agree. it up, trade is trade all the good pieces that anyone will take, 
and then rebuild. I would keep a couple things. Like I would keep Buddha. You just paid him. I would keep Byron Murphy because he's been awesome. Um, yep. And then maybe just kind of move on from that and just kind of trade everyone out. But yeah, this is going to be probably yeah. It, the Cardinals are just not good. Uh, next is going to be, this is always such a good game, uh, divisional game, Bengals at the Ravens. This is the Sunday night game. The Bengals are getting three points. The over-under is 48 and a half. We differ so much on this, and I love it. Bengals and over for me, Ravens and under for you. I don't blame you. Yep. Um, this is such This is such a hard, I was sitting there just debating this thing forever because. Yeah, it's a tough one, right? These guys play each other so tough. I would not bet this one. Every year, every year I wouldn't bet. It doesn't matter how good the Ravens are or how bad the Bengals are. I would never bet because these two always play each other tough. Um, there's injury. So T. Higgins has had an ankle issue uh, since the last week. He's questionable. I think he'll probably play. He was a limited participant yesterday on Thursday. Um, Cam Taylor-Britt, their uh, rookie cornerback, um, is designated to return from injured reserve and practice Wednesday with an abdomen issue. I don't think he'll play. But you and I were very on the fence with him in the draft. He came out of Nebraska, and yep. people were high on him. We just didn't see it. So I'm interested to see yep. what's going on with that. Um, Khalid Kareem is also designated to return from in, from uh, injury reserve and return to practice Wednesday, although I don't think he can play. He's um, a rookie too, right? He is. No, he, I think they drafted him last, last year? year, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, out of Notre Dame. And, I remember watching that kid in the, dra- in the draft, but I yeah. can't remember when that was. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like a fourth round. We both liked him. Um, so keep yeah. an eye on that. Um, and then on the other side, the Ravens. Oh, my gosh. Uh, everyone's injured. Everyone on the uh, the Baltimore Ravens is injured. Uh, Marcus Peters is questionable, which is huge. Justice Hill, who had a pretty good game last week, had hamstring issue, and I don't. he's doubtful. Um, Rashad Bateman, their only wide receiver, he's got a foot issue, and... He didn't practice Thursday. I think he's going to be out. If you got Dev, if you need someone to pick up a wide receiver, I'd pick up a Devon Duvernay for um, for this week yeah. only. Um, and then Ronnie Stanley is questionable, which is huge. That's their their big signing uh, left tackle. So I don't know. They just uh, other than Mark Andrews, they don't really have a ton to throw to, but. Lamar Jackson gets it done every week. It's so close. I mean, the Ravens are getting three points. That means in Vegas, they give three points to the home team if they don't know what's going to happen. The home team just gets three points. So even Vegas isn't sure how this is going to be, but they think it's going to be a high-scoring game with 48 and a half. Um, Yeah, Lamar's going to fall out against the Bengals. I've only seen the Bengals do something handily on offense once last week against a bad team. Yeah, I, just, I still need to see like a coming out party of Joe Burrow. You know? Yeah, like where the hell is the Joe Burrow from last year? Yeah, yeah, I'll be interested in that. Uh, and then Monday night, man, the primetime games are—it's another divisional one. The Chiefs are getting seven points at home. The over/under is fifty-one. Uh, I've got Chiefs and over. You got Chiefs and under. We both made this our solid pick. The Raiders are not good. Um, their defense is really bad. The Chiefs' offense is really good. Um, the Raiders' offense is under under uh, achieving, and the Chiefs' defense has actually played pretty decently. It's been a little uh, hit and miss, but it seems like it's getting better, um, at least from what I've seen. But the over under fifty one, I think it could still be. I think the Raiders are going to get. I think the Chiefs are going to go up quick, and I think it. I think the final score is going to be like forty five to twenty. Yeah, I, I gotta say it. As bad as, as the Texans are, <laughs> I got to thank the Chiefs for one big thing, which is uh, signing Justin Reed, because they they might have helped the future of our team <laughs> by, by stealing Justin Reed from us so we could draft Jalen Petrie. Yeah. Uh, Justin Reed has done nothing. I just saw they, they ranked the top 20 safeties of the year, and he's not even on the list. Yeah. Um, so, But, yeah, I... Chiefs are going to blow it away. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I'll watch yeah, the first half of that and then put on uh, Dragons or something like that. Does it feel like there's a lot fewer uh, juggernauts this year than there were in the previous couple of years? Yeah, well, there was a lot of player movement this year. Um, I mean, not only just players, but also think about it. The, the Eagles went into the draft with three draft first-round draft picks. What was it? There were seven yeah. teams with first-round draft picks this year and eight that didn't have first-round draft picks? 
Yeah, eight without first round picks. I saw. Yeah, that's that's wild. Um, you also man, saw a lot of quarterback it, movement that you'd never seen before. Um, Russell Wilson yeah, left that was Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as far as the 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 pedigree of the quarterbacks, right? yeah. I mean, not just yeah. And I think I think once it, we're in week five, this is when the good teams start to kind of separate. I mean, the Eagles are definitely a juggernaut. I think the Dolphins, if they were healthy with Tua would be I think they're going to end up being a juggernaut the Bills are definitely a juggernaut I think if the Packers offense by week 10 I think if they're going to get that thing going and they're going to be a lot tougher yeah I think the the Packers and the Bucks always start slow mm-hmm. um well I mean remember people wanted Rodgers fired after like week four last a couple of years ago remember that famous <laughs> and then he won MVP two years in a row yeah he's like calm down guys <laughs> yeah r-e-l-a-x <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a couple of receivers, you know, they're going to find Christian Watson. More Lazard's going to come back healthy. Dobbs will start to click, you know, after a couple mm-hmm. more weeks. And then, yeah, once once Rodgers can get his passing game going with the running game that they have, yeah, they'll they'll suddenly become a juggernaut as well. But, yeah, it's, it's odd. Like, I was looking at the schedule today, and I'm like, I don't remember ever seeing this many bad games in a week. <laughs> like, there's yeah. like – 70% of the games here I have no desire to watch. But you watch, I mean, but as we've seen this year, there's been so many like, oh man, that's going to be a terrible game. And then it turns out it's close. Like, well, Oh yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But, but uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Uh, things will change over the next few weeks. I mean, we but, thought uh, Chargers-Jags was going to be a good game. And, but no one thought, oh no, the Jags are going to blow the Chargers out of the water. It's not even going to be close. Mm-hmm. Like, no one saw that. The Bears yeah. are, the Bears are three and one. Or are they two and two? Yeah. I'm sorry. Gotta look and see, but like Bears two and two, I think. Yeah, I mean, look at the just looking at the standings, it doesn't make sense. I don't think I had the Bears scheduled to win a game all season. I don't think I had the Seahawks uh, scheduled to win more than two games. But um, means it makes no sense. The Patriots, uh, the Patriots are last in their division behind the Jets. They're one and three. Jets are two and two. Wow. Bills and Dolphins are tied. Um, Chiefs are three and one. Raiders are one and three. Started off zero and three. Broncos are two and three, and it's an ugly two and three. Um, look at the AFC North. Who would have guessed Browns are two and two? All teams are two and two except Steelers are one and three. <laughs> and the Texans. The Texans are zero three and one. Yeah, they're the only undefeated team. Uh, threw a little shade away last week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Not undefeated. You keep trying to give us all this credit. We're the and, most. Uh... De- we're the most defeated team in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're the most of something. <laughs> yeah. We're number one. And then NFC West, all teams are two and two. Oh, my God. Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Well, but, hopefully we see some good football this week. Yeah, but that is all we have for this week. We will be back hopefully on Tuesday with uh, the results of our picks. Until that time, catchphrase. Goody retort. 